This is episode 47 of the Steady Trade Podcast with your host, Tim Bowen. Even though the answers are in the materials, it's a lot easier just to jump in chat and say, hey, what's this? What's this? What's this? And Steven Johnson. These rules have complete nuances, and, and, and it's not just a little nuance. This nuance can flip the paradigm upside down. Today, Tim and Steven interview the author of a new book called The Complete Penny Stock Course. Now, whether you're interested in brushing up on the basics of penny stock terminology or you want to see breakdowns of some of the more advanced strategies from the most successful penny stock traders out there, you won't want to miss today's episode. And keep listening to see how you can win a free copy of this book for yourself. But first, let's dip into the listener mailbag. Today's question comes from Darren. And Darren asks, what are the most important features to look for in stock trading software? Darren from San Francisco asks, what are the most important features to look for in a stock trading software? So what, what do you look for, Stephen? And then I'll tell you what I look for. For me, I think a, a good scanner to pick things up on quickly is very important. A customizable scanner. One of my... Uh, one of the things I look for, because I'm a little bit lazy, is say stocks that can have moved two to three percent in the last five minutes that are up like ten percent on the day already with five hundred thousand volume. Now that's a pretty customized, detailed scanner. But once you learn how to do it, you, it, it enables you to be quite lazy, and you can like kind of not focus because the scanner is going to do the work for you, and it's going to make sure you don't miss the trade. And yeah, you that's the beauty. That's the beauty of stocks to trade is we've got over 70 pre-built scanners, which is day one, you sign up, two clicks, you can start screening for stocks up on earnings, stocks up big under 20%, stocks down big. But that is what, it, what brought me to stocks to trade was that, I don't want to say infinitely configurable, but it's about as close to infinite as you can get, where you can set those criteria, whether it be... $1 to $2, $1 to $20, also volume, also whether or not they have news, and something that I love, as we talk about low float stocks a lot, everywhere in Stocks to Trade, you can scan based on the float, whether it be news, whether it be Twitter, whether it be just a normal price and volume scan, everywhere you go, you can isolate by filter, and that is, or by, I'm sorry, by, by float, and that is a huge tool. Then the other thing I look for, news screener with filters. It's one thing if you've got something spinning out a thousand articles a second, stocks to trade, you can isolate by price movement, by volume, of course, by float, because I don't care if a stock is up on news. I only care if it's, if it's up on news with volume and it's, it's something that's meaningful to me. And then the last thing is, I think, it, you know, I stare at it literally all day long. You can see it behind me. A high-a-day scan is a hugely important tool. Um, just looking for those repeat former runners, we call them, or stocks that are recent earnings winners that are hitting that high-a-day scan. It's a huge tool. I probably stare at the high-a-day scan six hours a day. And just to build on that, I mean, you're staring at this platform for probably more hours than you, than you might stare at your wife, not just your wife, but how everyone's wife's. So you want something good looking. You want yep. a tip-top, attractive, 
aesthetically pleasing, sexy software. And uh, that's one of the things I like about Stocks of Trade. It's very clean and it's very hot and sexy. Yeah, I think, you know, that was one of the things when we did the initial design with Stocks of Trade is we wanted it to be aesthetically pleasing. I mean, there's, you know, there's a reason people love Apple laptops and iPhones. It's because they're aesthetically pleasing. And I think we've got one of the best looking platforms with Stocks to Trade. Hey, Steady Trade listeners. Do you have a listener mailbag question for Tim and Steven? Would you like to hear that question asked in your own voice? And would you like to receive a free copy of the complete penny stock course? Well, if so, you're in luck because it's time for another Steady Trade mini giveaway contest. To secure yourself a free copy of this new book, simply record yourself asking a legit stock trading question for Tim and Steven and email that to us at admin at steadytrade.com. Check out today's episode on the website for more details. Now, you can do all of that recording and sending the email from the Voice Memo app on your phone. The first 10 emails we receive with legit recorded questions will win a free book. It's as simple as that. So don't wait. Send us your recorded question and get your free copy of the complete Penny Stock course today. Welcome, Jamil, to the Steady Trade Podcast. We have Jamil on. He works with Stocks to Trade, but he is the author of the complete Penny Stock course now this is a brand new book that summarizes pretty much everything that is in the challenge jamil why don't you tell us a little bit about this all right so hi first um essentially i've joined the challenge program with tim sykes back in 2014 um and what happened is i got dumped a bunch of dvds and manuals and a lot of stuff and i didn't really know where to start with learning penny stocks and i really wanted to get into it um, things aside, I ended up not trading anymore due to my other obligations now with stocks to trade and all, but, um, essentially I spent about eight months kind of reviewing the materials that Tim Sachs had to offer, which essentially amounted to watch my DVDs, uh, learn the stuff we have for you and then start trading and good luck with your account. I hope you don't blow it. Um, that, that was it. So what I did is essentially I grabbed all that material and went over point by point. And then kind of tried to organize. So, so real, real quick, if you could give, give us kind of a timeline. So how long ago did you start this? And if you don't mind, because a lot of people are always asking, you know, how long will it take to learn, you know, and, and I've got some questions, you know, if you can, as you step through this, kind of give us a timeline of like how long it took you. So when I, when I joined the challenge program, I was fresh out of not knowing anything from stock. So basically I, I'll give you a, a bit of a context is essentially Perfect. I started researching penny stocks because I, I did manage to get into some money and I was interested to actually moving on from my previous uh, consulting job, which, which was basically uh, information technology consulting, boring stuff. Um, eventually I hated so much that I had to move on into other things. Um, so what happened is I started researching uh, penny stocks and the best way to essentially make money uh, ended up finding stuff about um, Tim Sykes, kind of ignored it in the beginning because it sounded like a scam type of information, you know, like the presentation and all. Well, but- which is, which is, you know, you know, we, it's a very common response. You know, you know, we, we always talk about Michael Good. Michael Good says the same uh, thing. And this is going back 10 years. You know, the great thing about Sykes is he's a great marketer, but at times 
it, it, it a lot of people that like find that. him, they kind of have that response. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I continued doing my research and I ended up on Tim Gritani. And then I started going deeper into that research process of finding out who the real players are. Um, ultimately, I came back to Tim Sykes because I realized that in spite of all the marketing that goes around it, um, he was legit in terms of how the material was presented and his actual um, profits, all that he has achieved over the last uh, 14 years at the time um, when I started actually joining the, the challenge program. Um, so at that point, I applied for it. I got accepted into the program. And then I started watching all, I think there's like something like 15 or 16 DVDs. So I watched the entire thing. I went through the manuals. Um, How long did that take you? Well, that took me f- probably a few months. Okay. That's uh, which the reason I asked that is, I mean, that's, that's ambitious. I mean, there's hundreds of hours there of was material. a lot of material, but I was very motivated about the, okay. approaching it. But also, I'm, I'm risk averse. I don't like to take risks for no reason. So I wasn't willing to actually step into the market and start trading without having a proper plan and ensuring that I could um, make profits during the process. I was willing to lose some money during the learning process, but I wasn't going to blow my account and say, oh, okay, I just blew out all I have and then, you know, see you later. Um, so at that point, I realized there was a lot of material. And one of my main concerns is, um, thinking back about it, is I was going, you know, I was participating in the chat. So I was in Team Alerts and uh, uh, Challenge Chat. And then you have all these people asking all kinds of, I wouldn't say stupid questions, but questions they shouldn't be asking when they're in the Challenge program. And they should have that understanding of how the market works at some point in time. Well, because, and this is, you know, and this is a recurring theme is, you know, everybody, even though they have all these materials, and again, is part of what we're going to get into with the book, they get all the materials and they get access to chat at the same time. So what do they want to do? You know, what's the normal person do? Well, I don't want to watch all these DVDs and learn all this stuff. I'm going to jump in chat because chat gives me instant gratification. Even though the answers are in the materials, it's a lot easier just to jump in chat and say, hey, what's this? What's this? What's this? Well, exactly. So, and one of, some of the things is like, either you would read about people blowing 4,000 bucks, 6,000 bucks, blowing their entire accounts and asking questions about what is short selling or how do I short sell? Essentially, they were expecting picks and then following uh, trade by trade what Tim Sykes was doing on his uh, chats and then like on the challenge you know waiting for the responses or even asking like uh moderators like tim um michael good and tim Gritani what the plays were without actually doing their homework they were they didn't have their watch list ready they didn't have anything so they just uh arrived at that point into the chat and say oh i want to trade today it's uh like 9 30 a.m what do i do so they, they there was no preparation but that what it gave me is essentially a realization that there was a lack of understanding of the material that was being provided because they had access to the information, but they didn't know how to, how to digest it. And the majority of them are really fucking lazy, but we'll, <laughs> we'll save that for another time. But. There, there is a laziness and probably it comes with the fact that they don't realize that trading penny stocks or trading stocks for that matter does require a lot of dedication, patience, and actual work. It's not, it's, it's, it's an actual uh, full-time job that needs to be treated as such it's not something that you're going to wake up in the morning and say oh uh i'm gonna i'm gonna start cooking some food no you're, you're just have to actually do your homework the night before 
And then in the morning you have your list, you know what to expect, what not to expect. Going back to the original question, um, what happened is I had all this material that was spread out in all kinds of ways. Um, and there was no specific structure on where you, where you start and how do you get from starting to becoming the ultimate millionaire, which is essentially the goal of, you know, or the premise behind joining the challenge program, right? You want to know how to consistently generate profits while trading penny stocks. Um, that's where the entire premise of the book came in. And when I started writing it, I actually had no expectations for it. It was more for me a manual that I wanted to have as a reference material in order to take my trading to the next level. Um, yeah. So for me, for me to do that, I, I wanted to learn as much as possible and understand the material and have a structured way of looking at it to actually reference later and say, oh, these are the points that I need to follow and step by step by step, I get from here to there, I know what to do. And I think there's a, I'd, I'd like to go to the book Many of you know, listeners know I'm a Jocko Willink fat, uh, fan, and, and, and that's always what he says. So that's a great point. And, you know, many of you might be saying, okay, well, well here's Jamil. He's, a, he's an engineer. You know, we'll, we'll talk about his bio more. You're like, he's a new trader. Uh, you know, he even talks about he, he's not trading much now. Okay, why should I listen to him? And why should I buy this book? You know, and I think there's a, there's a great... We, we dovetailed right into a great passage and, and he says it right here and, and makes a great point on, on taking all of this knowledge from Gratani, from Sykes, from Michael Good, which are some of the most successful penny stock traders ever, but they're obviously not trained educators. They're great traders. They're great guys, but they're not, I mean, none of them have a teaching degree. So here's from the book. So why should you read this course written by a nobody in the field of penny stocks? Because this course is based on the collective knowledge gathered by those who are successful. Those who have made several million dollars each with tens of millions of dollars made collectively. And it's not based on luck or any one or two great investments, but due to thousands of trades based on strategy. And this collective strategy has never been properly conveyed in a structured manner until now, which... That was something I highlighted. I, I kind of feel like that was the mission statement of the book right there. Uh, and that's essentially for me what it was is that nobody really wants to tr like teach penny stocks in a structural way up, up until this point. And, and up until the point where Tim Sykes came in, nobody was really teaching how to trade. People had to kind of figure it out. Tim came up with the original kind of... Um, programs and like lessons to actually provide and get people introduced to it, but they had no structure to it. And he was more focused into trying to convey this information um, without putting too much attention to the actual structure of the material he was providing. While the material was very complete, it lacked the structure that was needed in order to actually get people to understand it. So the people who were uh, dedicated enough or they would spend enough time on the material would obviously manage to organize it um, in a proper manner to like structure it in their head and then take the lessons from there. And like people like Michael Good, Tim Gritani, Stephen Ducks, you know, Roland Wolf, um, all these people there, they were able to understand these lessons without necessarily having a structural way. And they found their own way during that process. But 
the rest of the people, which is the great majority, they don't have necessarily the skills or the willingness to actually go and dissect every single piece of information that, that exists. And if you think about it, I mean, there's 16 DVDs, which are like at least four to six hours each. And then you have like thousands of hours of, you know, um, profitly lessons out on the, on the websites and then the articles and like, there's a lot of material that needs to be assimilated and there's not enough time to actually do it if you want to actually get one of the other problems is people are in a rush to actually learn without taking the time to actually assimilate the information and gain experience on a slow pace. And that's where kind of the problem and the paradigm exists where uh, they want instant gratification. You were saying before is that you want to actually make, start making money, but like anything else. And I, I reference a lot to like martial arts with my background is essentially you can go into a ring and fight someone Without actually, without actually spending months or years training for a fight, you're gonna start. You're gonna start get like throwing punches in the air, and then you're gonna work on technique, and then you pro- progress. You get like more fit. You get more comfortable with yourself, and you end up to that level. But before you get to that, you can't just start with a white belt and then go in the ring and then get knocked the fuck out. You know, um, I, I think it's very cool that you've done a kudos for the fact that you've, you've literally wrote a book. You're literally the author of a book. And I, I, th- I think that's an awesome accomplishment, but not just that, but uh, what, what a better accomplishment is you, you've, you've made an organization of Tim Sykes' mad, <laughs> mad challenge, <laughs> uh, so, uh, which, which I, I, I'm a challenge member as well. I've been through it. Uh, but I mean, if, if you could summarize the kind of the epicenter, the key messages, the key points of the book, uh, what would you say it was for the listeners who, who will no doubt buy a book because I understand it's an Amazon bestseller. So if I had to really summarize the, the essence of the book, I wouldn't focus on anything that has to do with the actual techniques because techniques is something that's repeatable, uh, something that you can do consistently and that anyone can tell you about. Um, but it all comes down to actual, the, like the actual psychology of the trader. So when you are trading, there's the dedication aspect, the concentration aspect, the knowledge aspect, and the emotional control. All of these are factors that need to be taken into consideration when you're actually trading and that don't fall within, you know, like, okay, uh, don't short earnings winners, you know, follow your catalyst, all that stuff. You know, that's stuff you can learn very easily. Steven, Steven's been shorting an earnings winner for the last five days. <laughs> he <laughs> shorts it every day. And and, and 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 like every day he he uh, like win, three I out win, of five days he's dodged I, a bullet. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I've been showing H E A R. Maybe the greatest earnings. Well, for sure, the greatest <laughs> earnings winner of 2018. Maybe the greatest earnings winner of the last couple years. And every day he comes out guns a blazing, baby. No, 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 no. I am, but just to reference, just just so I can reference this. Uh, my positions on HEAL are extremely small. We're talking 100 shares, 150 shares, max, maximum. And, and, and honestly, the mentality is, and I'm sure Jamil will say this, you should never go for a home run. Never. But I will go for a home run in this stock because it's up from the 50s, reverse split. I don't know where it is now. I'm not, I'm not in a position right now. It's, yeah, it, it's, it, it's up on the day. Doesn't that mean you just automatically short it anytime it's green? Yeah, any spike, <laughs> any, any spike. <laughs> no, but here, 
Yeah, we'll calm down. Like, if anyone's watching this and, like, in one week from now, two weeks from, two weeks from now, three weeks from now, here will not be remotely near the $20 mark. It is an insane squeeze. Uh, and it will be down. And I want to catch the, the home run. And there's no shame in that. And honestly, I am, I am up on here shorting it, by the way. So to you diehard longs, you morphos, <laughs> I am profitable shorting an earnings winner at multi-year highs. So just no. take that before you send your next tweet out. Before well, you send your next tweet out, <laughs> shorts into it. Uh, before you do it, I am profitable on here. Wait, wait, you got to cut me some slacks. You know, the, the one golden rule Jamil brings out is the rule you've been breaking every day for the last week. So, you, yeah, I, I kind of had to call you out on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. No, no, I understand. <laughs> I mean, don't, don't short earnings winners on multi-year highs. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. But, but the thing is, like any stock, and the, the reason that Tim Sykes is, is – the reason that it's difficult, the reason that 95% lose, the reason that it's complicated – is because these rules have complete nuances. And, and, and it's not just a little nuance. This nuance can flip the paradigm upside down. So everything you've learned, you can say short stocks that have got uh, bad long-term charts, but all of a sudden, bad long-term charts are in. And then you can't show them. You have to go along them, and you have to flip the paradigm upside down. And this is why stock trading is hard to teach, because you need to move with the market. And, and uh, Jamil, this is a question for you. Uh, you've created a book uh, to educate trading but how how can you educate something that moves so often so frequently so fluidly Uh, it's like a living organism in itself right it it is it is what i call is like basically it's a hive mind that just based on the collective mind of every single trader that is within a single position but one thing that i feel needs to be kept in mind is that when you are when you are trading as long it's not about the general rules because things change all the time. Yes. But that being said, once you develop your own strategy, you have to stick to your own rules and just be kind of religious or fanatic about it and not break them. Because if you create your rules and then break them, that's where things go wrong. Cause you're entering unfamiliar territory. Uh, going back to my analogies with martial arts, it's like you practice a combination a few times. And then during the fight, you just decide to completely change your strategy. Then you're going to get, but punched in the face and then bleeding all over the place. Which actually, I'd I'd like to I'd like to go back to the book because another passage I had highlighted in my dog-eared copy here is uh, I think I think pertinent to Stephen what Stephen was saying and, and what you're saying. So um, this course cannot guarantee that you will be a profitable trader when you finish it. As I've discovered throughout my own journey, trading penny stocks is based mainly on experience layered on top of the extensive acquired knowledge and preparation. While the educational material is crucial to success, the experience factor is also very important. And that's something I talk about every day is, you know, people are like, how do you recognize this? How do you recognize this? And it's like, well, it's repetitions. You know, whether it's 10 years with me, whether it's 16 months with Steven, whether it's 20 years with Sykes or eight years with Gratani, People often, you know, and, and as great as this book is, and please buy it, and as great as the challenge is, and as great as all those materials are, I mean, you can't do it in a month. You know, you, you, Tim Grittani took a year, nine months, a year, you know. I don't think anyone um, getting involved with any type of project, whatever the project or journey may be, um, and trying to achieve something great can do it in a short amount of time. 
that is an unrealistic expectation and it's something that needs to be well managed before actually getting into trading. Because if you're getting into trading to make quick money, that's where losses happen. Um, as you quoted, I think that experience is probably the most crucial factor into trading because experience is the way you interpret events and the actions you take according to those events. Now, you may have all the knowledge in the world, but being able to actually grab that knowledge and act on it, that comes with experience and then recognizing the patterns and all that. I can teach you, or actually Tim can teach you all the like uh, chart par patterns. You, you can teach all the rules. You can teach anything you want, but without knowing how to act on that information or following the rules and knowing how to follow them, there is no way you're going to be able to become great just because without that, that experience, you're just ending up trying to replicate the behavior of other people that you don't really necessarily understand from your core. So you end up with like actions that don't have necessarily a meaning. Um, and I, I, I'll go back to another um, fighting analogy is that when somebody's throwing punches at you, you develop the reflexes over time to actually avoid getting hit. But it's not, if you start, if you're just starting, you're not going to see a punch coming at you. And then like, if you've never sparred, you know, you could watch a million hours of YouTube videos. You could, you could read every book. You could, you could even, you know, practice, you know, on your own. But if you've never actually sparred with anybody, you, you could you, watch, you, you're, you're going to get popped yeah. in the face as soon as you, you know, even if they're not even a good fighter, you know, <laughs> you could watch Muhammad Ali and you could watch Bruce Lee and you could watch all these great fighters for years and study like meticulously every single fight they've ever done or like movie or whatever. And still you won't grasp, the actual knowledge and experience that they have just simply because you haven't experienced it yourself. And that's mm -hmm. what it comes down to when it comes to trading is that experience, experience is one of the most important factors and probably like um, now I don't, I don't recall the specific chapter, but we have the, and this goes back to the um, accounts uh, of Tim Sykes, something he brought up in uh, I think a couple of um, conferences back the knowledge account and the the Feldman knowledge account i remember this <laughs> yeah the financial account yeah you may not be contributing to your financial account but you're definitely building your knowledge account and you do that over experience I remember but I, I don't think it's just limited to that is because there's a third account that goes along with it and this is the experience account where you know you may have knowledge but without the experience you can't make that um, financial account grow up as much as you would, because you simply don't have the experience to actually act on certain events. But, but, so, and the experience is something that will eventually dictate your own strategy as you move forward, but it needs to be practiced and practiced and practiced. And this is why I suggest often to start with like small positions you play. Like you're, you're not trying to make, again, what you were saying, uh, Stephen, home runs. You're going with like $200 here, $100 there, and you cut your losses as quickly as possible when you don't feel comfortable with the position yeah. anymore. Yeah. So, so let's just cut this shit straight so people literally understand on a real level because like for, for me, for the podcast, let's deliver shit real. And, and this is exactly what you're saying. Like, do not try and build your financial account when you start. Build your experience account build your knowledge account. It's not about the trades you take. It's not like if you make 20 bucks, 30 bucks, you're a great trader. If you lose 30 bucks, you're not a terrible trader in the beginning. It's about building your experience account and, and give that a good year, right? Give that a good year. Build your experience account for one year before you think about money. I, I agree. And the truth is for the, I mean, depending on, you know, 
learning processes vary from person to person. Some learn faster, some learn slower. But the I, truth is, for the for the the average, like the, in the average. average, yeah. For Stephen, do, Stephen, don't 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 sell yourself short. You're you're far below average. <laughs> no, I, was, I mean, I mean, I mean, average average is up here, and you're like, I mean, no, I, I was I was just about to say. It. For the average guy, it takes about a year and a, about a year to get profitable. I mean, I was I was hungover and drunk a good eighty percent of the last year and a half. So I'm I'm profitable. I'm profitable. I'm 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 up one thousand dollars over my lifetime. So but, Stephen, if if we're well, making, I just meant in general, you know, not if, not even your but, trading, you know. Just. But I'm a fucking alcoholic. So <laughs> if, I would say if we're making shit real, the truth <laughs> yes. is, beginners yes. beginners are shit traders. There will be shit, shit traders. Worse than shit. Worse than shit. Say a worse word. They are worse than shit. They are dog fucking meat. They are the scum of the fucking earth. Right? 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 I, I wouldn't screwed. go that far, but I would say beginners are shit traders trying to pretend they are good. And then you may get a lucky shot, but that is just that. It's just luck. You can't force it. Eventually, you're going to get yes. screwed over a trade like that, yes. and then you're going to lose your money. Yes. The truth is, like, you, no matter what program you follow, no matter what books you read, you're not going to make a million dollars in one week. You're not going to make it in six months. You're not going to make it in a year. Most people will actually fail at it. And that's the very truth of it. 95%. Not, 95%. Well, and actually, this is, I, I want to go back to the book. And I will tell you, Jamil has already told us why 90% fail. And I will go to the book I, and I, tell I, you. I need to hear this before I blow up my next account. In, 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 in bold print, this course is not kind to the uncommitted. Life-changing success trading penny stocks requires commitment, dedication, and discipline, all things Stephen lacks. If you don't feel that you can fully commit to learning and applying these techniques, my advice is you quit now. And we've talked about that in past podcasts. It's, it may not be for you. And then he finishes with, Doing otherwise, not quitting is what he's saying. Doing otherwise will simply result in disappointment and losing some or even all of your hard-earned cash, and you will be out of the game quickly enough. Try something else. If you're not committed, do something else. Can I, can I quickly just say two amazing things? One, the Tim Grittani interview. Again, I flagged this before. I was down like a 1000 bucks on my position, so I didn't say it with the clarity and perspective that I wanted to. But Tim Grattani, when he got asked how his understanding of the NASDAQ was, he said, I think I get it. I'm almost there. Like, this is, sorry for the language, this is fucking mind-blowing. The fact that Tim Grattani, who's turned 2,500 in a 6 million series, he kind of gets NAS- NASDAQ. That is the perspective that you kind of need to have as a trader, in my opinion. And the, the, the second thing is, like, you, I think for me and, and what, what Jamil's put across in the book is you need to be addicted to stock trading. I would argue you need to be addicted. It's the first thing on my mind. It's the last thing when I go to bed. It's, it's everywhere in between. Uh, when, I, when I pick up a glass of wine, when I put down a glass of wine, I am thinking stocks. But Jamil, would you concur? Do you say I concur to this? I would say, yes, I, I do concur. I would even add, I wouldn't take it to the extent where... You need to be obsessed with it, but it does need to be taken with the consideration of something that is a full-time job. It's something that needs to be taken with professionalism and full dedication, and it's a skill that needs to be acquired over time. Um, like as, as Tim quoted, is if you don't dedicate 
to it and to developing those skills, all you do is just like put money and just gamble. So you may just as well go to the casino and, you know, do the roulette or like poker or whatever. Like you may have more luck playing poker if you're any good at it and just guessing. Um, but truth, truth be told, it's really a full-time job that there, does require preparation. You need to prepare your, you know, your positions. You need to do the research the night before. You need to have your plan. So for each of your stocks, you're going to say, oh, uh, this is what I expect to be my entry point. This is what I expect to be my exit point. If this happens, then I'm out. And you do that for each of your picks. And then the next day you look what is happening on the market. And then as, as the market goes, you eliminate those that don't fit uh, your profile and then keep those that may or may not work for you. But ultimately, it does require that entire process of preparation of having uh, a daily routine that, you know, is repeatable over the, um, the working week. So basically all the sessions of the market and making sure that there is a consistency between each session and each process that is followed over time and then improve that process as learning goes. So it does require like dedication and then there's also the psychological aspect that you're actually dealing with money. So that's where people kind of get lost and, you know, they lose their minds basically when money starts going down and gets stressed and yeah. all shit breaks loose. That's where things go wrong. But um, it does need to be approached with like an emotionless professionalism that you would apply to like other, I would compare it basically to not to the extent where um, it has the same impact, but like uh, EMTs, you know, police work, uh, firemen, you know, they, they are professionals who have to deal with like emotional control in order to approach situations that are kind of extreme. And while it's not the same extremism in terms of the situation, you're still dealing with an emotional uh, response to losing something that matters to you, in this case, the money, right? Um, so that's where the, the professional, sorry, professionalism gets involved into the, the entire process. And this is something I talk about a little bit on the book as well. Okay, so, so, so you're in an environment that's it's it's hyper intense, uh, it's hyper emotional. Uh, there's a it's chaotic world when the stock market is running. So, so what I want to do is ask Tim a question and say, Tim, in this hyper intense, hyper chaotic, hyper over uber emotional world, uh, how do you find structure when you're learning in this? And and I, I will I will prerequisite this and say, how many patterns should you learn when you're just starting out? How many patterns should you start to track when you're just starting out? Well, I think, you know, we, we, we talk about this a lot, but I think, yeah, I mean, one, two exactly. at the, at the top exactly. three, one. you know, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and, and then just track it and track it and track it. But, exactly. um, but going back to the first part of your question, how do you, you know, everybody says, how do I remove emotion? How do I get used to these volatile stocks? I mean, I see it all the time. And it goes back to that everybody wants to run before they walk. But if you're new, I mean, first few months, quit using so much size. I mean, your goal, yes. your goal is to make green trades. And I talk about this a lot in Stocks to Trade Pro. People will be like, you know, there'll be a new trader. They're one month into this, two months into this. And they'll be like, oh, I only made 50 bucks on this crazy volatile stock. And I'm like, no. You know, that's not the attitude. Your goal is, you know, as many green trades as possible. And it's not about the dollar amount. And the people that flame out, that do great and then disappear are the ones that start out with 2,000 shares, 3,000 shares or more on, I, on these crazy volatiles. If I may add, it's also, it's also not about just getting as many green trades. 
because in the beginning Reps. having having just as many red trades if you if you have losing sure. trades you're learning from those actually i think losing trades are actually more important than learning ones because learning ones you know you can keep them and you know they will fulfill you in terms that yes i have had a gain but you're not really learning a painful lesson when you actually get your your losses that's when it hurts and then the lesson gets yes. assimilated because you're not going to you're going to try not to repeat the same mistake over and over again you just lost 500 bucks fuck i need to find a way not to do that again and then i need to control myself to you know follow my rules cut losses quickly do whatever i have to do to not repeat that and then the more losing yes. trades as long as they're small enough the more losing trades you have the more you will learn not to repeat those mistakes so moving forward you're going to be able to actually maintain that green pattern. Obviously, it's never going to be a full 100% green, but you're going to be able to limit the amount of money you lose on a red trade by understanding how it feels to lose yes. on a consistent but, basis. But Jamil, the reason that I love that so much, and it's what Tim Grattani said in his interview last week, is like you, people are judging other people on monetary value. And people are like, oh my God, I'm making this much, but that person's making this much. And when you start out, it's like when I started out, I was make, my winning percentage was 19%. And I was winning 19% of the time, four to five times I would lose. But the brilliant thing about Profitly was, and the brilliant thing about track and trades was, I, I was at 19%. So if the next week I hit 20%, that was a great fucking day. Do you know what I mean? And if yeah. the next day I hit 22%, that was even better. And then in a year's time, I'm at 50%. And in and, a year's time, I'm at 60%. I, I don't think the number of losses really matters ultimately because you can lose 95% of the time. But if you get five trades that compensate for all that and more. Tim, Tim says this. Tim says, I don't, I don't, I don't a hundred percent agree with this. I don't a hundred percent. Well, it's, obviously you want to limit the amount, <laughs> the amount of losses, well. but if you're, if you're able to control your losses to the extent that your losses are minimal and then your gains are maximized to the extent where as, as far as you can take them, then no matter, it doesn't matter if you get a thousand, if you get 200, green out of a thousand if those 800 red you get like are completely overwhelmed by the 200 green you get yeah. then yes you might be a really shit trader but you did manage to get those 200 to actually not only uh equate to your reds but on top of it surpass them means you're making more money than you are actually losing, which but, makes but, you a profitable trader, right? So take, if you lose ten dollars, you lose a hundred dollars, and then you make five thousand dollars in a trade, then you already compensated like tenfold or fiftyfold your position on a loss. No. Tim Bowen says this, but for me, my problem with this is if I lose, like like Tim Bowen, and he will say this, he's like, you lose two hundred on Monday, you lose two hundred on Tuesday, you lose two hundred on Wednesday, but on on Thursday you make a grand, right? And you feel like a rock star on that Thursday, but Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, you feel like a loser. Like you, you like feel like I am going to prison because I've committed a crime. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't agree with the the loser aspect because that's very subjective. But objectively speaking, what you are doing is you're losing to learn a lesson. So what you have yes. lost in money, you've learned it as a lesson in terms of what not to repeat. And it comes yeah. down to making the reds a lessons. And I talk about this too. Is like basically you need to own every loss as a battle scar. You need to notch it down and then remember it, but not actually feel for it. And, and that's where, where it comes down to that. actually remembering the lessons of the past. You know, you always take the past to actually d determine the future, how, where you want to go. Is that you have to create a library of losses inside of you that in terms of feeling and emotions of things that you shouldn't repeat moving forward. And then when the time comes, you'll remember that 
painful sting of a loss yep. that, that has affected you internally saying, oh shit, I lost my money. I don't want to do that again. I want to make money uh, and I, I want agree. to trade properly. So all those losses accumulated, what, what they have given you is like lessons. You have lost money to them, but they give lessons that allow you to moving forward generate a better consistency in terms of generating profits and get going green right i 100 i 100% agree i just the losses suck though they they suck like there is they, nothing worse than going to bed 300 400 500 down yeah if you're down I, a I thousand think that the whole, that's the whole point of the lesson if the lesson doesn't hurt <laughs> you're not learning anything yeah but 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 just in general intent please like why do we as traders subject ourselves to this pain like why why do we want to live this bipolar lifestyle if highs and lows I, I really don't know well i mean i mean there's been plenty of psychology discussion of that i think there's there there seems to be some sort of and i'm probably going to butcher it but it, i i don't know if it's masochism if that's the right right word choice but but i i think there's a certain just like fighting i mean i mean i think i think as much as you know jamil makes a lot of these fighting analogies i think there's Sometimes people like getting beat up and I think trading is very similar in that regard, you know? Yeah, that, that's for sure. They, they so get- Jamil, what I, we'll probably kind of, kind of wrap up here again. It's the complete penny stock course. Um, I know the audio book is not out yet, but I know it is coming. And since the audio book isn't out yet, I know Steven hasn't, listen to it yet because (laughs) because back to back back to the commitment (laughs) and discipline i'm sure he probably read the foreword and then and then went back to drinking which which wasn't even written by myself so (laughs) exactly the forward was by tim sykes come on i read some of the book i read some of it i read some of it (laughs) so what i what i want to kind of close on is my favorite part i'm going to pick one aspect and then i want to i want to let you kind of wrap this up it's your book I, I, i would like to ask you what your favorite part of of the project or favorite part of the book is etc but uh for me if i had to pick you know i'm gonna two things as i as i say my favorite and i'm gonna i got two favorites so the the number one favorite i like is it it reminds me a lot of like the daily trading coach because the nice thing about this book it's 300 400 pages but every chapter is very bite size. I think, you know, I've had plenty of trading books with like 85 page chapters and you're just like, is this chapter, you know, it, it, I think it, it helps to break things up. So I love that it's very bite size, a lot like my favorite trading book, Daily Trading Coach. And then the second thing I love that I've never seen anywhere is this I don't know if you, I guess you'd probably call it a syllabus, but um, Jamil in the midway through, or, or I would say in the introduction of the book, the getting started, he basically gives you a timeline that says, you know, first month, this is what you should get through. Second month, this is what you should get through. And, and, and on through, you know, basically he's got it structured 60 days and then 60 days on. So, um, I think that is very useful because again, back to Sykes materials, there's a fountain of knowledge there, but you, many people have this response. They sign up for the challenge. It's a great program. You get a box of stuff. I mean, it is like a crate of materials that show up and you're like, wow, where do I begin? And that's what I, I, I love this book and I love the timeline is, is my favorite 
it's literally that. So going back to when I started uh, on the challenge program, you literally get a crate with you know, 16 DVDs and like a bunch of manuals. I have them still somewhere over here. Uh, I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. We'll, we'll go through the challenge together. It's, it's, it's just, it's just it's insane, insane, right? It's, it's like, where do I start? Yeah. It's a box of information, full of information that's not organized in any way or form and you don't really know what to do with it. My goal, and keep in mind that this was a project that I started by myself uh, back towards the end of 2014. So that was, I was like four months into the challenge program or so. Yeah. Um, and I felt, you know, overwhelmed by the amount of information, but I still wanted to dig into the contents that were provided. I wanted to know more, but I wanted to uh, organize. So for instance, one, one of the, and I'll, I'll cover the favorite parts like in a moment, but um, essentially one of the things that really bothered me is like, you, you can ask, like people ask all the time on chat. And this was one of my questions too, starting out was like, how much money do I need to invest when I, when I play a position, right? It's like, what, what's, what should be my position size? I'm, I'm starting out. I have a like, what, $15,000 account. What, what should my position be at this point in time? This is something that kind of bothered me when you get an answer, like, you know, you gauge it, feel, see how you feel. It's great. You know? And then yeah. people gauge it, you know, typically overestimate because they think they're the shit at trading. They're not. And eventually you get burned and that's it. So one of the things I, I worked on was, and th this is something I kind of came up with. Um, and I will go back to basically um, the previous podcast on the turtle trader. That was kind of my reference uh, along Dennis Richards methods for um, actually entering and exiting positions, which basically says you take a certain percentage and there's like a small equation that goes along with it, but that allows you to actually set specific um, metrics for the amount of money you should have based on specific uh, technical indicators. Uh, and for instance, in this case, it would be the average true range, which allows you to kind of define where the, the price is going. All that to say, there was no way to uh, present the, the information properly before the book came. So it was like, oh, here's all the information you can get, learn it. Uh, and my goal was coming from a background, you know, uh, I have an engineering degree. So coming from a background of doing like years and years of school, I like to have information organized in a way I can assimilate it and learn it. So you need to know what your journey is going to look like, what to expect in the beginning. And I break it down into chapters and I try at the beginning of the, each chapter saying, this is what the chapter is going to be about. This is what you should expect at the end. And at the end, I will add a summary that essentially breaks down the main points of what each chapter covered. Now, in regards to the, the favorite parts of the book, um, I, I wanted to focus really on the psychology. Like I've introduced all of the material that Tim had and kind of I've regurgitated all of that into like the book format. But the most interesting part for me was writing about the psychology of the trader, which helped me as I was writing it really understand what was required from a person in order to actually trade. And that's probably the most essential out of the technical stuff, which you can learn anywhere. The most essential part is actually learning how to control and manage yourself during a trading environment and how to, um, act on events. Um, and I go back to one of the quotes that I kind of repeat throughout the book is like Bruce Lee's, uh, the last interview part where he says, uh, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless, like water. If you, yeah. uh, 
If you put water into a teacup, you become the teacup. Which uh, if you're going to watch that interview, make sure to watch the auto-tuned version of it. It's, it's, <laughs> it's badass. Trust and, me. Go to, you, go to YouTube. Go to Bruce, Bruce Lee. Be like water auto-tune. <laughs> and, and ultimately, it, like the market all comes to that. It's like flow like water in that you have to adapt to all situations because yes. the market is not repeatable. It's something that's very random in itself, yes. but based on the attitude of different people, like all the people that m make up the market trading environment. But if you are adaptable and you follow the rules that you have, then you can actually succeed by understanding that you have no control over it, but manage your own uh, interactions with it. That's kind of like the takeaway from the totally entire agree. piece. And, and, and Jamil, like uh, when, I, when I first found out that you were, you were doing a book, or you were, you were creating a book uh, based on the challenge, I thought, wow, it's like less than 30 bucks, right? It's less than 30 bucks to have everything in the challenge. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, wow. <laughs> For anyone who's done the challenge, buy the book. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, everything's summarized. I have, I have summarized uh, most of it. And I think the book is uh, like... It, it grabs all the essential materials. Obviously, you know, it's, it's impossible to put like all the information that exists into a single book. I don't think any one author could ever actually do it unless you have an encyclopedia of like 16 volumes. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, unless it was like 50,000 pages long. Yeah. It's like the Atlas <laughs> volume of, you know, like, uh, I don't know, Britannica volume 16. Anyways, um, but ultimately, you know, it does serve as a very essential complement to people who are, if you're starting out, like the book offers you the basics that you really need to understand. And yeah. if you want to deep further, then, you know, you can sign up for the, for the challenge program or follow Profitly or like all these other programs and then take it from there. But it does introduce like all the aspects and gets you started. And you should be, be able to become self-sufficient just based on the book, but having like those support materials, like, you know, uh, stocks to trade pro, um, like the challenge program, all those additions that have, give you access to chat resources and all that, because what the book will not give you is access to the social aspect of it. So Twitter, like who to follow all that, which is real time stuff also enters into is it the basic guide though. Yeah. It, it enters into the entire process that you need to be able to interact with other traders to understand market conditions. And that's also part of the, the aspect. So the book will give you the knowledge, but you still need to maintain that knowledge and keep interacting with others to get to the point where you want to be and become a profitable trader at the end of the day. Jamil, I just want to say one more thing and then I'll let, I'll let Tim close it out. Sure. But uh, I want to finish out by saying there are two people in this world. Uh, there, there are doers and there are donors. And Jamil, uh, you have took it upon yourself to save the Tim Sykes Challenge. And you've thought, I can organize this better. And you've gone and published a book. And, and I, I say major, major, huge kudos to you. You, son, are a doer. And, and I'm, I'm, I respect you, dude. And, uh, and I'll, I'll close out with that. Thanks. So again, make sure to check out the complete Penny Stock course. If you're on YouTube, you can see the cover. Um, there'll be links below. There'll be links on the podcast. You can Google it. It's on Amazon. There's also an iTunes version if you want to download it on your iPad or your, or your phone. And then coming soon is the audiobook version as well. Now, um, there are a lot of charts in here. So I think, I think the audio, uh, the audiobook version will be a great complement to the printed version, you know, especially if you're busy. I mean, you know, one of the great things about podcasts, you can listen to it at the gym, 
You can listen to it on your commute. You know, it's great for commutes. And then you could always get the get the the print version and, and reference we're, the charts. So we're we're also we're also actually working on a website which will include Ooh. reference material as well. Uh, charts, all that we're gonna post the charts on the website for reference. Oh, nice. Um, just just as a, in order to have the color version of different images that are on the book throughout the book to make it easier to actually read, um, along with the audio book and all that. So there'll be references to that as well. You know, I think a lot of the listeners know I'm uh, an avid reader, and I mean, this is it's it's such a classic example of I mean, thirty bucks. The value you get out of this thing for 30 bucks, I mean, it's almost like, I mean, hey, if you're down to like your last 30 bucks and it's either food or this book, okay, get something to eat. But if you got more than 30 bucks and you're interested in trading, the value here, I mean, is exponentially it's, higher yeah, it's, than 30 it's dollars. Short, yeah. short trade charges five bucks in, five bucks out. <laughs> it's like two trades. It's like two trades, commissions, not even losing. A good, good point. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So again, thanks a lot, Jamil, for joining us and check out, you can Google the penny stock course. There's links below. They'll be on the YouTube video, buy it, read it, learn it, love it and commit to it. Unlike Steven's wishy-washy ass. I'm in for the audiobook. I'm in for the audiobook. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Cheers. All right, guys. Do, do, do you, do you think cool. there's, do you think there's any concern, um, Okay, so Jamil, uh, the burning question in the back of my mind is if I can get all of the challenge in a $30 book or less, more than likely, why should I join the challenge? Um, I honestly don't think you can get all the value or, I mean, the challenge in itself provides like a lot of support for the user. You know, there's a social aspect. There's all the information. There's, there's weekly webinars. Weekly you know, webinars. There's TV watch lists. Yeah. Live trading. You, you see all this information happening in real time. The book is a good like starting point, a good reference, which will give you like the basics of how penny stocking works and like the technical aspects kind of on a point by point basis, but it doesn't give you the real time feel of what the challenge would entertain in the, like in the real world, right? So you have the written word, which is kind of like a reference material. You know, you have your book. Um, but again, you can't really, you know, doctors go to med school. They learn on the spot. You know, they learn with experience. They see what they learn from their teachers. They learn from other doctors. Um, but based only on the book, you can't really take that information and just learn. Some may get to the point where they can actually develop their own thing. And that's like, you know, one in a million but ultimately, you know, it does take additional um, involvement in different types of programs to get familiar with trading. And then the support of other people is also very helpful. You know, you have Michael Good over there helping you. You have Tim Sachs webinars. Uh, always. You got, got Gratani. You got Good. Yep, yep. You got like all these great traders coming in. Roland Wolf probably makes appearances here and yep. there. Uh, Stephen Duck, same things. You know, all millionaire traders that have been coming out of this program and based on the material that I have on the book. So the book is a great reference, a great starting point. Um, and I would say it's even kind of a prerequisite to actually get into the challenge program before actually putting your first trade on any, you know, interactive brokers or platform or like uh, E-Trade, whatever, um, whatever floats your boat, you know. Um, but before you get to actually trade, understanding the material, this is where the book comes in. It provides a good reference point to actually get into trading, understanding the basic words 
the jargon that is associated with trading, the basic concepts of it, uh, what charts mean, what, you know, longs and shorts and supernovas uh, refer to. So that's kind of where, where it stands. Hey, Steady Trade listeners. Do you have a listener mailbag question for Tim and Steven? Would you like to hear that question asked in your own voice? And would you like to receive a free copy of the complete penny stock course? Well, if so, you're in luck because it's time for another Steady Trade mini giveaway contest. To secure yourself a free copy of this new book, simply record yourself asking a legit stock trading question for Tim and Steven and email that to us at admin at steadytrade.com. Check out today's episode on the website for more details. Now, you can do all of that recording and sending the email from the Voice Memo app on your phone. The first 10 emails we receive with legit recorded questions will win a free book. It's as simple as that. So don't wait. Send us your recorded question and get your free copy of the complete Penny Stock course today.